there's a lot of different directions to go in what the scriptures, what the church gives us today. It's a bit of a mix. I want to hone down on one thing, prophecy. So first of all, an important part of human flourishing, prophecy is with a C and it's a noun. Prophesy is with an S and it's a verb. You're welcome. You know, like this is, this is an important distinction to make here. Like one's a noun, one's a verb. So prophecy itself is, uh, it's just saying something the Holy Spirit inspires you to say. It's saying something the Holy Spirit inspires you to say in the center of your heart. Most people hear prophecy and they think, oh, like predicting the future and stuff. It's like, well, sometimes it's that, but most of the time it's not. It can be that, but at its core, it's really just God allowing you to pierce through all the darkness and the garbage and to see something or someone as they actually are. So how does something and someone, how do they look if all of that stuff is like not there? For instance, say you come to uh, Wednesday night Eucharistic adoration. Every Wednesday we have Eucharistic adoration after Mass and there's confessions going on. And you come at 6.30 to that or you come to Mass or whatever. And you feel like garbage. You feel like absolute garbage. You feel far from God, can't hear from Him don't feel his love or his affirmation, just feel like garbage. Okay. And it happens to be the third Wednesday of the month when their prayer team's going on. So you're like, I'm low. I just need somebody to pray with me. And so you go to one of those prayer teams. And in the course of people praying with you, at some point somebody says, you know, this is just for your own discernment. Like you got to take this to prayer yourself. But I really feel like our Lord wants you to know that he can never leave you and you can never be separated from his love. That person has just prophesied over you. No fireworks, no levitation, no thoughts about the future. They just told you the truth that you needed to hear in that moment. That's it. And it fills your heart with peace. Very, very easy for the Holy Spirit to do something like that in the heart of someone that is just soaked in peaceful prayer every day. It's all calmed down internally. I don't know if you've seen those war movies. Celibate men watch a lot of war movies. I don't know why. Like, sure, but we're just we're just sitting there in the basement, like, yeah. Oh. And so down there, I don't remember I don't remember which one it was, but this new guy shows up to the line in World War II. And they're under fire. They're being shot at. And the general, the commander there, is like, helmet on, hole through the helmet, smoking an unfiltered lucky strike. He's like, hey, how you doing? Like, everybody's down, crouched down behind something. He's standing out. And then they're like, well, welcome to the front line. He's cool as a cucumber in the midst of all this insanity around him. That's what I'm talking about. We can get that spiritually in our heart. All hell can be breaking loose, but we can be as calm as a still pond in our heart. We don't have to be agitated. Okay, contrast that to false prophecy. So false prophecy is saying something that is sometimes true. It is true or untrue via either making it up with your brain uh, or through getting occult knowledge. 
So I deal with this probably more than the priests who are in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, like here in Portland, Oregon, because a lot of people come in and they're like, at some point in their life, they looked at another human being and said, yeah, cool, read my tarot cards, read my palm, wave the egg or the crystal over me like it'll be good energy. And it is energy, definitely, it's just not good. And by submitting their will to that thing, they've actually opened their intellective power to demonic power. And so then the demons can capitalize on that opening and throw a bunch of knowledge into their mind that they have no natural way of knowing. Then you're in a pickle. Then your occult third eye is open. Perfect example of this is this possessed guy in the synagogue. He prophesies. A demon prophesies through him, and he's right. He gets the identity of Jesus right, but he doesn't do it through the power of God, and he doesn't do it through God's inspiration. So according to the law of Moses, he's a false prophet, and he deserves death. But Jesus is the fulfillment of the whole law and the prophets. He doesn't change it. He just makes it into the height of what it can be. So instead of death, he gives them freedom. What's our role in this? Well, when we're baptized, a whole host of metaphysical things happens to us. Like God alters the spiritual part of us. And there's like a bunch going on there. So he, he wipes away the guilt of the fall of original sin. He infuses the virtues of faith, hope, and love into our heart, and he integrates us into the life of Jesus, into his life, death, and resurrection. And when we're integrated into Jesus's actual life, we begin to share in what's called his munera, his offices, basically the positions that he holds in the universe as priest, prophet, and king. That means if we're baptized, we spiritually share his ability on some level to tell someone the truth that they need to hear when they need to hear it. This is not some weird add-on to the Christian life. It's an intrinsic part of it. So the question is for us, when was the last time we did that? When was the last time we felt that? When was the last time you're talking to somebody and you're like, I got to share Jesus with this person? Or a scripture verse pops into your head, and for whatever reason, a desire in your heart moves you to want to share that with someone for their own meditation, or to pray with them right then and there about something difficult that came up in that conversation. People, if we're dialed in in the spirit realm, this happens all the time time. You can't shut it off. It's just happening. If Jesus can trust us, like really trust us with his prophetic message, then our hearts are constantly filled with these truths for other people. Take-home messages, don't let prophecy with a C stay a noun. Go and prophesy with an S. Anytime the Holy Spirit inspires you with anyone he inspires you to share with.